Happy New Year 2022. It is January 3rd, uh, and it is episode 59 of Stop Skeletons from Podcasting. Hey, it's me, uh, Derek. I am. And it's Grace. And what is going on, everybody? That's, I don't have a title today. Oh. Feel, feeling kind of. You just, you know, you, you decide. Low key. You decide when you want to have a title. Yeah. You know? You're going to be like above the fold or Grace, subtitle. the voice of a generation. <laughs> Hey, you know the when you have words at the bottom of a screen and it's called a subtitle, right? Yeah. If you have words at the top of the screen, it's called a supertitle. Sure. Pro- probably. Next time you see something on top, you'll be like, man, that's that's that happens all that the time though. Like when when a movie will like decide to have something in a foreign language, but then they will put the translation on the bottom, mm-hmm. then the closed captions that you already have on because you cannot properly hear things when people talk like me. It goes to the top. <laughs> I, I really hate when, like, you already have subtitles on, and then, you know, they decide to have, like, you know, in, in, in the movie subtitles, like you say, but then they just, like, bump the, the normal subtitles mm-hmm. just, like, up a little, so they're kind of, like, basically in the center of the screen, and then you can't even see... Well, question from, from the chat, what is it called when it's in the middle of the screen? I think those are just titles, right? I think it's just a title. Shit, I don't know. It's just whelmed. <laughs> Ah, uh, this a, is a stupid digression. A, a whelming, it whelming is. discussion. This is what this is what listen. This is the people come to expect from Stop Skeletons podcasting. Yeah, two knuckleheads well, kind of talk about shit all. <laughs> well, the last time we uh, did a podcast, um, it was the day that we released our video yeah. talking about the day that we we released the video talking about the Patreon on Patreon. We hadn't even posted it on YouTube yet. Right. Yeah. And so, um, since then we've have a lot of new people on the patreon like hello hello welcome (laughs) we're saying that with like a question at the end welcome all right uh, thanks thank you so much for joining up and supporting us it's been kind of incredible and of course um this podcast is not like patreon restricted or anything It, it is posted to the public it's just that if you are a member of our patreon you can get on discord and you can listen to it happen live and kind of chat with us before and after though if you are curious why we are on episode 59 but uh <laughs> not all 59 episodes are available on uh spotify which i like to call spaturfy or itunes or something like that i don't have a funny name for itunes Overcast. um or itunes maybe itunes yeah spaturfy and itunes and Overcast. There mm-hmm. we go. Uh, for there was for for a long time, this podcast was a Patreon exclusive thing, and we kind of made the executive decision. It's like yeah, those episodes should probably stay exclusive, I guess. However, the, the there there are still a few that I need to go back and actually upload. Okay, there were some from twenty twenty. So I we're not upload. dirty liars. Yes, <laughs> basically is what Derek's saying. Uh, but at worst, we're lazy. Yes. That's absolutely true. But yeah, welcome all the new people. I uh, I said it briefly and, and when we posted the Patreon, I'm oh, sorry, the uh, YouTube version of the controller video, um, we kind of thanked everybody uh, and for, for the new support and, you know, helping us with the switchover. I think I said, you know, in hindsight, it seemed it seemed so like it was, it was going to be fine. But certainly at the time, we did feel like this could have been a huge change and it could have been a gigantic uh, mistake um and uh i'm very happy to announce that like uh it it, it wasn't mm-hmm. um and i'll be honest like we put that video out and basically it was like all right let's just chill the fuck out <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And uh, that's kind of what we've been up to, really, since that. Um, it was a, a huge sense of relief. Uh, I just disbelief. Yeah, and, and in those instances, I usually just kind of like fall asleep. I just get tired. <laughs> I get kind of overwhelmed. Actually, emotionally. every time you post any YouTube video, you I get used tired. to more and more get like just this sort of like it's getting a little bit better. But it used to be that you would literally sleep the entire day. Yeah, I get a, I get a video done, and I'd feel this kind of euphoric. I was probably like I was a high. It was probably similar to you know what you get when you do drugs. Uh, and working on these videos and getting that validation and having people say nice things to you. I'm not going to pretend like I don't like that. I'm not going to pretend like that's... Well, that's oh. too bad because I would like for you to pretend right now I'm putting you on the spot. I don't even care if you say bad things in the comment section or good things. I don't care at all. I don't care about nothing. Yep. No you, feelings. You just want to be a jellyfish in the cosmic goo. <laughs> <laughs> I love goo. a lot of blood I love goo. You do love goo. It's me. It's true. I'm a cosmic beast at the end of Bloodborne in the goo. Lots of goo. Lots of goop. Gotta give Annalise all the brain goop. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah. her name is. Anyway. So, yeah, we're so super grateful for everyone. Um, we're, we're still going to try to hit a goal of 3,000 patrons. And that's just because things change like people come and people go and i kind of feel like if we're able to hit that one percent of our subscriber number that we'll just feel super secure but we have all of that information like transparent on our patreon page you Mm -hmm. can go look see how many people are signed up how much money we're making now we're now uh, making more money than we did before just putting out two videos so that's really awesome that's really exciting um we, we did have a, pa- a question on the Patreon from, let me find it. Do, do, do. We did see a lot of comments about like how to run our Patreon and suggestions. And it's sort of like, hey, man, we've been running this Patreon no, for no, no. Uh, six I don't years mean, like, now. I don't mean like oh, okay, that. Yeah. I mean, uh, we had a question there on are the some Patreon. People... Like, what are we going to do with our ill-gotten gains or oh. from the, the increase on the Patreon? Like, how are we going to celebrate? Let me look so I can see. Blackjack. Going to the blackjack table. <laughs> Uh, Grace and I are going to have a threesome with a hooker. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Jeez. This is a family and that, show. And that hooker is called Savings Account. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm not finding this. I can, I can, I can vamp more about hookers, Grace, if you need see, me to. Uh, I see one from Tree the Oak kind of, oh, that is sort of the same thing. I, I like to give people credits. I'm so sorry. Um, I'll find that later, but uh, I think the biggest plan is we're we're gonna go to IKEA and get Derek a new desk. Yeah, when it comes to actually like spending it, that's yeah a new desk. I need one really bad. <laughs> yeah, Derek's had um, so the the story of the Derek desk is initially when we moved here, um, we didn't really have money to buy Derek a desk. However. I have some sort of personal vendetta against closet doors. Like I hate them. They yeah. just take up so much space and I, I want I want to be free to roam any anywhere in my house. So um I, I took Real talk. Me, take off anytime the, I go somewhere, I take off the closet. Take door. off the closet doors and get yourself a curtain rod. It just makes the room look better. You suddenly have like you put curtains up and suddenly you got like a cool pattern, extra color versus like brown or black or white doors. To take up like an entire wall. Yeah. Get out of here with that. Sure. 
And uh, so what we did is I bought a bunch of those like plastic milk crate things. And the ones, then the ones specifically that you could lock into. That you could lock into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think we stacked them too high and we basically just use those as like the table legs. So my, <laughs> and then that closet door was the desk. <laughs> my first, my first, I mean, the, so the first desk um, was uh, closet doors uh, actually. And then also our first TV stand was another closet door was the other, was the other closet door. Was it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah I totally forgot about that. Uh, and I think the, t- the table that you bought, you kind of bought for um, yourself and we kind of made a, I, I, my office is in the living room that I partitioned off of with. I don't uh, think I had a table. This was your table. It was it was supposed to be in the closet in the bedroom because we had a walk-in closet, but that was like literally in a cave without windows. Oh, so, so instead, yeah, so, you just worked in the kitchen because so there was we have tons a, of windows. Basically, we have a particle board IKEA table that we got for like thirty bucks. Yeah, ten years ago. <laughs> like it's I like really hollow. And, like balsa wood. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're gonna yeah exactly waffle. We're gonna karate chop that old desk. Get a new one. Everything at IKEA is sold out. So yeah, I, yeah. I did source the parts we need. We're basically just gonna make a makeshift IKEA hack kind of desk, and uh, we'll we'll see if things are in stock. But. Oh yeah, there was one piece that is like out of stock for like the next decade, but it's like a it's like a, a like a table leg. Like yeah. A, but the, uh, the desk that I have has four of them. Yeah. So, so it's like, okay, we don't even need that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah we're, gonna, we're probably going to, you know, we would have driven down to Ikea immediately. We couldn't, though, because I don't know if anybody listening is right now in the Pacific Northwest, but we got a bunch of friggin' snow. It snowed like crazy right after Christmas. And, you know, Grace and I are, you know, both from Alaska. I got my driver's license in January, you know, in Alaska, snow and ice, no problem. I can drive on that. I got, we have an, an automatic car with a manual transmission thingamajig, no problem. It's everybody else I'm worried about. And also, like, the state of Washington does not have the infrastructure for plows and stuff. I actually I was reading up about it. And apparently the reason that they don't salt the roads is because of something called our water table Mm. and if they put salt it'll like run off into our water and make ruin everything yeah yeah our table (laughs) it's broken broken. (laughs) our water (laughs) so and also uh we live in north seattle um the ikea is south of seattle and so it was just like i'm going nowhere even just driving up to the the uh, the grocery store um was treachery uh, so we've had to like kind of wait until things have warmed up a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully we go, we yeah, can go the, get me a desk. The snow situation's better now. Finally, it's like we've gotten to the point where it's raining. At least where we are, there's still snow on the roads, but it's slushy. It's probably fine. It's just it's bad when you park and gotta walk someplace. Like the parking lots are really treacherous sure. out here, but the roads are just wet. Yeah. And if it stays that way, yeah, we might go to Ikea and see what the you, hell they you got. You think I'm not prepared for the rough and tumble, uh, lawless zone that is the Ikea parking lot. You got <laughs> another thing coming. Man. I'm experienced. That is one thing I do not like about snow. <laughs> I've been um, to Costco during rush hour. Yeah. You think I don't know how to how to stand I, for up for what's mine? I went to UAA. I know what it's like to park when snow covers up the, you know, the parking uh, lines. And so you do kind of lose like three, four spots for every aisle. And oh it's just like, it's Col- just bedlam. Parking at college campuses is always terrible. Yeah. Never good. 
college campuses in general are never good. No. <laughs> Fun to visit. I don't recommend going there. Yeah. Study up, kids. Yeah. Stay at home if you can. Or so, just become a YouTuber. and. You'll... So we haven't really been able to leave the house much during our break. We've just been kind of sitting around at home. Yeah. I, uh, because of this, it's too dangerous really to go anywhere for at least for a week it was. I, in the meantime, have, um, since I, you know, finished the game I was talking about last time. Uh, Advanced Wars is Advanced Wars You two. like, you just consumed both Advanced Wars is back to back. Yes. So now I have moved on to Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Yeah. All caps. Yesterday, uh, kind of before we kind of started getting ready for bed, you were like, I need to stop playing my Game Boy. I was like, yeah, it's like because I just played Final Fantasy Tactics for six and a half hours today. It's it's terrible because this that morning <laughs> I like I had played 10 hours and then I was like, oh, I messed up. And then I restarted the whole game because that's something I do often decide <laughs> I messed up on a game and just restart it. Nod my head. Shake my head so hard. Right um, And so I knew exactly. I woke up, turned over, got my Game Boy and started playing it in bed. And then, like, by the end of the day, it was like, oh, literally six and a half hours. Yeah. You just kind of like, sit on the couch and you're just there. You just, and the, the dogs love it. Yeah, <laughs> we just snuggle up. Mm-hmm. There, there's been a couple fireworks that have gone off. And, you know, that's not not fun for dogs. No. So I'm I'm available for cuddles. <laughs> I'll pull open. I'll I'll get the, the heated blanket put it kind of next to me but not on me so that they if they need something warm that's not a person they can like i i overthink this i obviously but mm-hmm. <laughs> i have like a whole we have a whole system a whole snuggle system yeah and uh so that, that's been good though i think i do need to make a rule that i can only play my game boy if i'm also like at the gym <laughs> like you but can play your then, game boy but only if you're on the exercise bike that, that was like the, you did that one time and I like texted you was like, hey, so you've been to the gym for like three hours. I just want to make sure you didn't like die <laughs> somewhere and you didn't text back. And I called you didn't pick up. I was, and I was like, yeah, I was probably not dead, but it has been like three hours <laughs> <laughs> at that that time. I was finishing final like uh, tactics advance two or advance wars two. Yeah. The last battle. Oh, the last. That's right. Was the last I was battle. having a really hard time. And then I, I restarted my run. And then I realized, like, oh, I think this is going really good. So I had, but I was too tired to keep exercising. So I just like laid on the ground and played. Well, how is Final Fantasy <laughs> Tactics? How, how, how does Final Fantasy Tactics uh, stack up? Um. Well, I I guess like purely on an aesthetic level, I do like it better than um the other one whose name the I Advance Wars. Advance, Advance Wars. Wars. <laughs> Because um, I've never been like into trucks or military <laughs> stuff, so it's not <laughs> that exciting. I'm just not into trucks. I'm just not, I'm just not like, a truck don't girl. Like trucks. Yeah. <laughs> I need a girl who loves my truck. It's Yeah, so it's fun. We got like fairies and and Viera, like all these Final Fantasy races, because I, I basically started playing at Final Fantasy VII that I just did not know about. Mm. The new Numo. Numo. The Moogles? New Mao. No, there's Moogles too, but oh, there's okay. also like these really cute little like round faced teddy bear guys <laughs> that like they're just they just do magic. I don't know. It's cute. They're cute. <laughs> the round faces, they do magic. <laughs> they're like little teddy. I mean big teddy bears. Big bears. Big but bears. They're, they just have a little soft. They're like Arthur kind of. 
or like like that's what they remind me of is like, like the character not they're not ant eaters but it reminds me of the character design of people from that show oh okay oh. <laughs> they just have like very round faces that maybe hang down or something <laughs> it's cute uh, so what do you thought like the big thing with Final Fantasy Tactics though was that okay. it was you know the job system came back the Final Fantasy 5 job system <sighs> is yeah. all over it's lousy with those games now we're getting Arth- now we're getting Arthur gifts in the in the chat Grace I hope you're happy yes it is fancy <laughs> yeah he basically looks like something from Winnie the Pooh or you know like a, a mix between a heffalump and a Winnie the Pooh <laughs> sure that's even <laughs> which Winnie the Pooh is I just learned this is in public domain now what disney let it slip did disney ever like but they didn't always own it right because it was a book it was like it's like wizard of oz like it was a book back a century ago yeah by a.l milne there you go but it yeah i guess maybe because it wasn't technically like a core franchise maybe that's why they they were yeah disney didn't draw it himself or because i mean there hasn't really been a successful winnie the pooh movie in a while like I know they've they've been a couple. Yeah. I think they, the, the one that came out like ten years ago. I don't know if it was like a super successful film. I don't think it was cute. I liked it. I saw it. In I don't think Winnie the Pooh merch is like blowing up the charts. I know in Japan they like Pooh Bear. They call him Pooh Bear or Pusan. But yeah, I know that like in certain Winnie the Pooh is like he's not too dissimilar to like a Garfield, and that he's sort of a worldwide. Oh, the the Disney derivatives are still copyrighted. The original book was copyrighted for like seventy plus years. Okay, yeah, there we that go. makes sense. Sorry. Yeah. You probably can't just like throw Tigger on a t-shirt and be like, see you in court. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so Final Fantasy Tactics. Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> <laughs> it's is I don't I, I feel bad that I'm just like, yeah, it's cute. <laughs> but I, I don't so far have very strong feelings about it. My strongest feelings are just that if you are playing this game without an instruction book like I was just remember that these are the sorts of games that were intended to come with an instruction book and you probably should read it and I have the instruction book (laughs) and you have the instruction book but it wasn't on the snuggle couch and I have response snuggling related responsibilities to my charges well the dogs all right I want you to tell the people like what you told me about like why you restarted because it was sort of like I understand the 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 thought process behind it but well because i I didn't understand so there's the job system it's kind of complicated yeah yeah it's deep and it basically you have to level up certain basically you equip items the items give you abilities if you level up the abilities you can use the that ability without having that item equipped so you're constantly cycling through items Mm -hmm. and then eventually you unlock different jobs which can have different abilities based on what abilities you already have. And then you can just kind of switch between jobs with no penalty. And it just took me <laughs> like 10 hours to understand this simple concept. Mm. Like I had to read all these guides. I was going on like GameFAQ forum posts from 20, 2003. Like <laughs> hell yeah. Being, you know, just whatever. And eventually I got to this point where I was reading these facts. And I think that like the kind of people who write like strategy guide facts on game facts in 2003 are like they're sort of a and this is i guess for all strategy guides they're kind of a self-selecting group of people who care about getting the best gear getting the best equipment getting all the characters getting optimizing everything (laughs) yeah and so like a lot of the guides i read were just like 
oh yeah like so if you want to really play this game right like this is the guide that finally broke me this was after i restarted actually but it, the guy was like if you want to play this game right what you need to do is do the dispatch mi- missions and never play and never actually fight any of the actual missions <laughs> and you just need to run around basically because the missions take days and a day passes when you move from one side of the map to the other so they were like basically just run around on the map for he said four hours and then you'll finish all the nah. dispatch missions <laughs> nah and then and I'd then play the game Derek, and then you'll be able to unlock other things and keeping your characters at the smallest level you can then unlock other characters and the level cap is 50, man. It's There's only 50 chances to get the best stats. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep all your characters low and then you can, so you, uh, the other characters are low and you level it and it's like, oh my God. I guarantee you, you, you do not need to be that sweaty to beat this campaign. Uh, yeah, and it's kind of crazy too because there are some characters you only, apparently you only unlock after the campaign is over. And I'm like, is but is there like, and then a- and then you would start leveling them up, and then I'm like, but what would I do with them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, over. is it like they're only like you know eight gym mem- only on all eight gyms you have to go through, but there's also like post game, uh, I dungeons guess, and stuff. I guess so. I think I think it's the kind of thing where there's sort of like random quote-unquote random missions, but they're just the same missions that have the names changed. Yeah, you know that you can just loop forever. I think is basically, basically, that's what it is. Yeah, like, random battles, more or less. And I, I'm just, and it's really crazy, too, because none of the guides that I read talked about, like, having friends that they would link up with and mm-hmm. play with. Yeah, see, that's... Because <laughs> that's the only reason I can really yeah. think of, is like, okay, I'm going to totally demolish Nancy, because I got, you know, level mm-hmm. 50 Markiplier. <laughs> I can't Dude, I... think of... His name is Marsh. The main character's name is Marsh. Markiplier, okay. Markiplier. Yeah, yeah. So I um, That's basically, what- as I was going through this thing and reading all these guides, I decided to restart my game because I have m- missed a mission. <gasps> but then later, I learned that it missions come back, and it doesn't matter if you miss them. And but you have to do them when you're level one, Grace. You can get the most battle points. And or whatever. It's weird. I feel like this save has worse RNG than my previous save, which I'm kind of kicking myself about at. But I feel like I my characters tend to miss like attacks more often than they did on the other game. Hmm. Just just regret, just regret everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it reminded me <laughs> Why of, did I even play this game? Yeah, when I first started playing Demon Souls, um I think it was it was only Dark Souls was the only other game that was out and bef- you know, the Demon Souls and Dark Souls are still kind of like these unknown mysterious things that only weirdos and masochists played. But I was really getting into Demon Souls and then um I had That's be- another game that attracts a certain kind of like yeah. min max and exactly kind so, of yeah. personality. So like you, you you beat bosses in the game and they drop souls and you can use those souls to to uh, later in the game um, use them to buy like really good uh, weapons or magic. Like they're they're like basically special items. They're not like yes. normal souls. Exactly, and so okay. it's like if, so you if you you, you you or you can just pop them. And then get like you know ten thousand yeah. experience right so there. So you can get more souls by popping them then, or you can get better equipment and then get more souls. Yeah, and yeah, that. But <laughs> also, so here's the thing about like I don't know if this is still a thing, but for a while it was this really uh, kind of shitty thing that was happening where people were like streaming 
demon souls or dark souls and then people were like giving them grief for like quote playing it wrong yeah. and it's like those games have such so many different types of weapons in builds and uh magic and in order with what you can play them that like there's really no right way to play a souls game what people are really saying is like oh yeah if you want to play demon souls uh, you have to like kill this boss and then wait until you you know halfway through the game that you can get this one magic spell. But that's because yeah. like uh, magic in Demon Souls, I believe, is like broken. It's insanely broken. But like you know, I was playing the game. I was like, I don't really care about magic. I just kind of want. I want to. I got my axe. I'm gonna beat this game with my axe. You know. It is kind of crazy to see people obsessed with all of those different specs and then watch speed runs where they're like just in their underwear with like the most basic level knife yeah. and they're somehow beating the game. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, actually I, I was watching some Demon's Souls uh, speed runs and it's like, yeah, this crazy magic that like shoots like five little homing uh, balls. And it's like, if you can time it right, most bosses go down in like two hits, three hits with that thing. And it's like, yeah, if you want that optimized, if you want to have the absolute strongest bill so you can steamroll over things. So it's like, I don't know. I like, isn't that sort of like the fun is like to be in a fight and to watch the, watch the tells when the ax goes up and the shoulder comes forward. You're like, all right. And I dodge now and then I can get them open and I can get a good four hit combo. Yeah. And then get away. Uh, I don't feel like when you've streamed Dark Souls, you've gotten those kinds of people. No, and I, I never really have streamed it much i yeah. guess I, I, I the most i ever streamed was probably like dark souls 3 when it first came out the um but the i think dark souls is kind of victim of this it hit this level of popularity in certain spheres of the internet and that with that just comes fandom and people yeah. arguing i mean i i get it I but mean, like, of course, the, the bigger example is like Undertale. yeah where i i know I a lot of people calmed down a lot i don't it, know but i think so but just now that we have some time away yeah, from yeah. it. <laughs> and we have other games. I'm not sure how people are about Deltarune. Like, I know people love it, but mm. I'm not sure if there is that same level of like, ooh, maybe I'm going to play that privately instead of streaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's, it's like to say you're playing one of these games wrong. It's like, no, maybe you just don't have, you're not getting the optimal path. But Especially for a game like Dark Souls. I guess I can't speak to too much to Undertale because I haven't played a ton of it. I've mostly watched you play it. Mm -hmm. um, but like, there's so much in Dark Souls. If anything, that's kind of what I didn't like about Sekiro. And uh, I, I still really, really like Bloodborne, but it did take away a, a lot of what I thought was interesting about the different builds and just the, the sheer goddamn variety mm -hmm. of what was there um, that was, you know, Primarily like in, the, in the Dark Souls games, how many different weapons there were and how how the moves are all very, very different, um, different types of armor and all this way you can spec out. Um, it's a game that like absolutely is giving you so many choices. And then people are like, no, this one choice, this one path is the only way to go. And it's like, clearly the game wants you to like experiment with shit and throw stuff around and see what you like and stick to it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. For Undertale, uh, I think that that I've always thought that like, man, that game is brilliant. And if I had played it f when it first came out, I think I would be drinking the Kool-Aid with everybody else. But I was so kind of late to Undertale that like not even like story stuff, just like a lot of the memes and the music and just the characters. So much of it was like spoiled for me. I mean, you really couldn't help it because the game was so influential and just such a gigantic thing. But like 
I remember watching you play that game and playing a little bit myself. I was sort of like, oh, that's where this song comes from. Oh, that's where this joke <laughs> is coming from. That's where this like text style, this, you know, this font is coming from, right? Um, and, uh, oh, you know what? On the topic of Undertale. Okay. I have a general, I don't, I don't, I don't think either of us could really answer this. Mm-hmm. But um, I have an honest question. So I love Earthbound. Yep. And... I've always, I've been, you know, was in the early days, man, a champion of Earthbound. To, 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 I really felt like it was this very underrated game that nobody, except you know, a handful of weirdos, were talking about and playing. Nobody really knew about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, leading up to Undertale and in a post Undertale world that we live in now, um, like I think everyone knows what Earthbound. Earthbound finally got its 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 comeuppance. It got its due. It finally got like its time. Yep. Um. I would wonder if a kid who grew up with Delta Ruin and grew up with uh, uh, Undertale and like all these other fun, fun, quirky RPGs, if they would go back to Earthbound and be like, this is boring. This is basic. I think so, because the gameplay for those two games is so different Mm -hmm. that they're not like I get the the kind of shallow. I don't know if it's fair to call it a shallow comparison between Undertale and Earthbound, but like they're completely different type like an art you know like the one's an rpg the other one is i guess also an rpg but it has like rhythm games yeah. in it like it has like the gameplay is so different yeah, and kind of evolved what, and- what was so what was so amazing about earthbound was like the setting and the characters um the story yeah uh, the dialogue mm-hmm. and how goofy and kind of weird everything was but Yo, the combat was very standard Dragon Quest, oh, Final Fantasy. Yeah. That's the only like good thing you could really say about the formula for the combat in Earthbound is that they have a, a mechanic where if you're automatically going to win a battle and the other guys just run mm-hmm. away from you. And it's awesome. Although the <laughs> like, other one is by having the uh, like that is brilliant, which I, I still don't know if other RPGs have like ever really done that um, where they run away from you or you can get a free hit and kill them in, in, instantly. But there is that thing of when you get later in the game and you have lots of health, if say you have like 200 health and you get hit for like 300, uh, your character doesn't actually die until your number physically rolls down to zero, mm-hmm. which means that if you, if you hustle, you can actually quickly cast heal on them and save them from dying. Hmm. It's fun stuff like that. That's another, that's probably but, but well, that, that, honestly like that's about it. If we're talking about just like the battle system, and even that stuff things. is like very, if you're super paying attention, I guess it's like kind of minor, I think, in the grand scheme of mm-hmm. things. Like they are nice touches. Certainly compared to what, uh, you know, uh, uh, Undertale did. Yeah. And, and, I, and I also think fundamentally the story is pretty different. Like, I don't know. I feel like under um, Earthbound has more of a chill story. Yeah. And Earth Earthbound, I mean, I keep saying them wrong. Undertale, okay. kind of by necessity, is like a shorter game. And so the story is much more condensed. And I think there are like higher stakes that are happening but like so much of earthbound is like all right well i guess we got to go find the blues brothers <laughs> and the um, runaway five how dare you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know like or whatever like that's super early well, but it's that, like but oh I'm, also... I'm in a forest i mean i'm at the desert now and i guess i need to find a bucket of water yeah that, and, like and yeah but also the fact that like your quests are so kind of mundane yeah that was kind of the appeal and also the, the the brilliant thing about earthbound is that like you are on you kind of have this bigger journey got to get the soundstones you got to stop gigas and you're not really ever sure who the hell like who or what the hell gigas is until like way late in the game you know 
Um, and it's this thing of there's all these little quests, you know, all these people, you go all these places, and it isn't clear how they're all connected until like kind of like right at the end, um, kind of during the last fight, maybe even uh, is when the, the game really kind of comes full circle. And there's a, it's it's a, the payoff is worth it. But when you beat Gygus, um, the game doesn't end until Ness walks home and goes back to your house. But you can spend the entire, you can walk the entire rest of the game. There's no more enemies. Um, and uh, oh, wait, I don't think there's enemies. I'm pretty sure there's no enemies. But you can walk around and talk to everybody you've interacted with in the entire game. Mm-hmm. And just like see what their life's up to now. That's really, uh, yeah, that's nice. But you don't it, get that. It happens 50 hours after yeah, you start exactly. the game. Yeah, exactly. So nice. it's not something that. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, yeah and I, I definitely, I think I only got 30 hours into Earthbound. Yo, yo, yo. And I, Earthbound's great. Yeah. That game screeches to a fucking halt when you get to Foreside. Yeah. It's Foreside sucks. You, I think you I have really to actually walk that... around and you don't get the notification to where you're supposed to go next. And so you would leave and then Apple Kid calls you. And it's like, oh, come back to meet me here and I'll give you a... God, I, f- I, forget, ex- I, I forget how to get through Foresight because I always... Give you the boondoggle. That is usually whatever. when I bounce off. Yeah. And then suddenly the mall opens up and then you can, then you, and then you can go to Summers. But like that game is so fun and so great. But once you get to the desert and Foresight, man, it's just like e-break grinds to a halt mm-hmm. I, unfortunately yeah well we- but, i mean i guess just saying like earthbound is one of those things of like so influential that its influence is so profound and spread across so many things that it itself maybe has become uh obsolete you know mm-hmm. and i think that's it's it's great to to see think that like in kind of like my lifetime just even on youtube as a youtuber we've gone from this game that like only weirdos liked. It was the most underrated game of all time. It was like the one game that you've never heard of, but oh my God, you have to play to, yeah, everyone knows about it. In fact, like we, now we have played a better versions of it. Maybe but better. I don't, that's a, that's a broad statement, but the idea that we, we are firmly in a post earthbound world. Uh, that's great. We came out through the other side. Yeah, that's awesome. If more games should have that, uh, treatment and Earthbound was one of you. Uh, we do have a question that's like, I guess not really related, but it's sort of related in the sense of us playing games together from uh, last name. This looks like a real name, so I'm just going to say their last name from Taylor. As a gaming couple, how do you find sharing a game that you both want to play but isn't a co-op or multiplayer title? Like how how is that? Is is it difficult to not see spoilers while watching? Like how how do you guys handle that? I feel like I have. A Are we up in our mansion buying two TVs, two PlayStation fives, and two seventy dollar games? All right, real talk. Uh, I have a tiny TV screen that I use on my desk. Yeah. It's like a literally a seventeen inch TV that I got from Best Buy for like forty bucks. I think. Cool. Um, I think technically it is called a grandma TV. Yes. And <laughs> a there TV have been for times your grandma to watch. To watch, like, you know, Ellen while she's chopping vegetables. Absolutely. Or, or, um, because all modern consoles now just need an HDMI cable and a power cord, uh, I can, if you want to play the Xbox on the main TV, I can very easily set up the PS4 uh, in the living room on, like, a coffee table and just kind of have my little private, you know. And we, we kind of go back and forth on that. I'm kind of bad about, like, games that you get really into. I will watch you play, like, Undertale. Um, like I watched you play it and I just was like, yeah, I, I, I saw it. And I, 
it doesn't really inspire me to go back and play it myself. I feel like we're we're actually really compatible because the way that we play games is really like I like to try out new games that I haven't heard of before and then I'll usually play if I like it's rarely will I decide not to play a game all the way through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happens, but not all the time. And so like the hot new games like God of War or whatever, like I'll if I want to, I'll go play that and you just watch me and maybe you'll have your TV in the corner and you'll be playing like I don't know. Uh, Doom or uh, Bloodborne. What are you looking for? Far Cry. Have you heard of that one? <laughs> no, you'll you'll just like be playing, playing like a weird Pariah or Pocket. Even with Xbox Game Pass, Breaker. which we use pretty religiously for you know games hashtag yeah. games. You don't really like to play like the new games that come out. You kind of like to like figure out like okay, what Xbox title can I play, and then find your Xbox game and then yeah. put it in. <laughs> Oh yeah, I totally hunted down Time Splitters two and three. Yeah, I, I went on eBay and bought them immediately when that shit happened. And they actually put—I didn't think they would do it—but they actually updated Game Pass so that the frame rate issue was fixed, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. And the controller issue is a little better. I don't know if they did it again. I actually uh, tweeted about it, and uh, somebody I saw a tweet was like, "Man, I love playing Time Splitters two on Xbox, uh, my Xbox One, but like the controllers just are so sensitive. It's like I can't." play because it's so difficult to aim everything's so sensitive and then someone tweeted at me like hey they fixed it you should try it now and i was like hell yeah i should try it and then somebody who's a professional time splitters 2 speedrunner was like it's still not very good because now it's too slow and you can't quite get the optimal aiming and i was just like i was like oh my god that's so cool because <laughs> i was like yo that's legit i think it plays way better now <laughs> i don't care but i'm sorry that's happened for you bro but, i mean well, that, that's like an example of someone who just knows the game and oh, knows yeah. it like has oh, fuck yeah muscle memory dedicated to the exact way it played and mm-hmm. so yeah that's rough that's rough buddy yeah but if, you're, but if you're not if, but if you are not into that um yeah, i think it's pretty good i still think the time splitters three story is kind of boring though Future, sure. per- future perfect story. I've just—it's funny. Impor- like the cutscenes are funny. I love the voice plot acting's and, pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of really good jokes. A lot of it's really—it's really fun. It's really silly. You know, they're British. It's—it's it's fucking silly. It's great. They're just a couple of silly guys. But the mi- make it but, just making a video game. The mi- silly boys. The missions themselves are kind of long and boring. And I don't yeah. know. It's, it's, I've never really liked it. The, it kind of has that like sequel bloat. It's well, that was when the EA bought them, and it feels like EA was like, "Hey, we've been doing these." You know, not Call of Duty. What do they have? Uh, Medal of Honor games. And like the first level of Time Splitters Future Perfect just feels like a weird storming the Normandy Beach, you know, uh, Medal of Honor thing. And it just doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the, you know, you go back and you the, the mission with Harry Tripper is two levels because um, the whole thing is just kind of long. Like you, you hang out with him in the 70s uh, and then. You beat one level and then you're on the, the the train, you know, the siege on the train is a whole level unto itself. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's definitely the silliest and funniest. I just think the missions themselves are like kind of weak. Multiplayer fucking rules, though. So, I mean, you can't really. <laughs> it's still a total package. Yes. Yes. Oh, Time Splitters 1 came out. Before Halo, Time Splitters One was a, uh, a PS2 launch title, so it came out in 2000. Time Splitters One came out shortly after uh, Perfect Dark, and um, you know 
kind of halfway through early Perfect Dark development, uh, a lot of the GoldenEye team left to form Free Radical. So honestly, if you look at GoldenEye as like this thing that is pretty good, aged fairly well, but was like revolutionary for the time. Uh, if you look at Time Splitters 1 and Perfect Dark, you can kind of see they're like two halves of a coin because Time Splitters 1 looked and ran amazingly. Four-player split screen, that game still runs 60 frames a second, even on a PS2. It doesn't have a whole lot of content, though. Um, and it's incredibly basic uh, uh, single-player experience where you literally just like follow a level until you get to the magic item and then get back to um get back to the beginning uh, if you compare that to perfect dark which has like really long complex missions with lots of gadgets and all kinds of different things that can happen in these huge uh dense levels but it plays so slow horrible slow down that game um it's interesting to look at those two games and kind of see them as a uh, uh, kind of coming from they both came from the same game, but they ended up very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I'm going to stop myself. That's that. That is your time splitters talk for for uh, this, epi- this episode. For yeah. this episode, mm-hmm. just you wait. It'll be the new Resident Evil any day now. We can just talk about <laughs> if it they, if, if that new one happens. I know everyone's the, like the new do- Resident Evil Four. <laughs> no, the new time about? splitters. Oh my god, <laughs> new time splitters. Because because I've always said. I mean. I think recently I was tweeting about it and people are like, they are making a new one. Oh, no, it's because of the Xbox video. Yeah. Uh, the Xbox One oh, video. Oh, right, yeah. And they're like, no, they are making one. And it's like, they've been saying that shit for years. <laughs> Literally, it's in the video. So, yeah, we make years. <laughs> yes. And it's like, no, they're really doing it. I, well, I'm i sure they are. Yeah. I want I want to believe you. I, I believe. I, I'm just getting older. I'm getting I'm getting callous. I just can't. I, nope. I'll believe that shit when I got trailers and release dates. Even if they make a new one, like there's nothing to say that it'll like, I don't know. I I felt like uh, the new, like back for blood, for example, like the, the follow-up to left for dead. I kind of, that one left me kind of, kind of meh. Unfortunately, it's too bad. They actually, I think recently got bought out. I think because that game didn't perform very well. Oh, is that true? Yeah. By, I don't want to say who it was because mm. I think, but I think it was um, that like that company that owns, you know, stuff. You know, the, <laughs> the boy with the dragon <laughs> on the <laughs> island. The I'm so bad at remembering names <laughs> for things. I don't know why I constantly bring up things that require names. Yeah, I do recall I, we I've had black back for blood on my Xbox one. And I just like, I'm like, I should play it. But he's never booted up. We played it a little bit, yeah. and it, it just played kind of slow. Just oh yeah, they were slow. bought by Tencent. That's oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah Tencent. Okay. Um, I mean that's and that's nothing to say about the game that is currently blowing up the charts. Mm. Everyone playing this game. My mom playing this game because I introduced it to her today. Mm. You heard of Wordle? <laughs> yes. I don't know what the hell it is though. <laughs> I just see these weird like luminous blocks. I'm like, are we playing like like yeah, people posting blocks on PSP here. What is what are these what are these blocks? I yeah. finally like checked it out today because I've just it felt like there was a before time where there was no Wordle and Derek Derek and I are like addicted to Twitter. We're all we're just on Twitter all the time. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't even tweet. Yeah, sometimes it is. Yeah, like on my per- I mean, I if you follow that's... me on my personal account, 
Like, why? Because <laughs> I don't that, tweet that, ever. That's almost why I can enjoy Twitter more, is like, I'll tweet on the on the Stop Skeletons account and then switch the fuck over yep. to my personal and just read news and see what my friends are doing and, you know. And that's it. Yeah, so, but pe- people blowing up this Wordle stuff all over Twitter uh, and it, it's basically just someone, some genius, mm-hmm. figured out a new way to make a word puzzle game which is crazy because I was like, it's been done. You know, we got Scrabble already. We got Wars, like, Wars with Friends, Wars which, with was friends. The, which was just Scrabble, which basically. was the last video game that my mom like got obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Honestly, <laughs> Wars, I like I played Words with Friends like just so I could play with her basically. But she, and she probably destroyed wrecked me. Y- yeah, yeah. Every time. Like my mom is the kind of lady who she would never do a like New York Times crossword like in pen because she feels like that's kind of like stuck up. But she absolutely could if she wanted to. Yeah, yeah. She's got that like analytical, like worked real ass jobs and like is actually Not, very good. She's at just yeah, she's very yeah. Like I, I kind of get that from her as well. Is she's like so good at researching things. Like she, if something happens and she doesn't know about it, and you're talking to her, she will just stop talking to you and immediately go Google it. Yeah, and it's like in the <laughs> middle of a discussion, and you're just like, all right, I guess I'm talking to my dog now. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but she'll continue the conversation because she had to go to the bedroom or downstairs to get her phone. Yeah, to, yeah. to look it up. So she she's just like a very smart lady. And so she, I, I sent it to her. And like basically the way the game works is you have five blank spaces mm-hmm. and you have like five tries. All right, your name. <laughs> you have like five uh, tries to um, try to guess what the word is. And like it's a five letter word. You have to guess mm-hmm. it's a new word every day. Derek. Yeah, Derek. For example, Grace. and it lets you know if you've guessed like the right letter or if there's a letter that you guessed that's in the word somewhere, but on the right spot or if like there's a thing that's not in it. She literally got it right on the first try. <laughs> Beginner's luck, I don't even know how it took me. I was her dad a lawyer or something. Come on. Oh, my God. I, I got it like to the. I did not get it on the first try. I got it on the last try. And the only reason I got it was because I tried literally every letter that I could it do- luckily it doesn't just like kick you off if you oh, I'm so bad with like anagrams <laughs> like take these letters and reorganize them nope I can't that's just my dyslexic brain cannot fucking do that yeah nope it's I don't know maybe you could do this one because it, it the way that it handles like letting you know that there's a wrong letter or whatever is actually like really nice uh-huh. but yeah stops skull God, I feel like there was some kind of crossword style there game that was um on the phone uh, a couple years ago and it had a really cool like haptic f- it, it was the first time i really felt like the haptic feedback um that was like in the new phones look at uh, <laughs> isn't that amazing where oh, there's ty- yeah type shift type shift oh type i don't know shift. that one it was basically like boggle where like you know you have like, i think a, i think a row of like four by four letters um but you can slide them you know s- like not like a slide puzzle, but like as though they're an entire column and that, you know, the one that's on the left will loop around to the right and the one that's on top will loop around to the bottom and you just slide that way and try and just make, make words that way. Um, and uh, it was fun because you just moving, moving letters a little bit, your phone would vibrate like a small bit. But then once you actually move the letters and, and completed a word, it would vibrate harder. You're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And really like that feedback just like was like, oh I'm my a God, genius. Hitting my lizard brain. Yes. You know. <laughs> I did it. I'm so immersed in this game. The immersion. <laughs> so immersion. 
I am a dictionary. It's just like, yeah, it's just like the real world where you read a dictionary and when you find the word, you slam the book as hard as you can. <laughs> it's like when you're trying to, like, the word doesn't mean that. No, it means this. And you find the definition and you read the word to them and, it, and you slam it in their face. Yeah. <laughs> now, or, you can't, now you can't do that anymore. Now you just like look at the word on the phone and then you point the phone in their face. Yeah, Derek then, came up to me. This was so rude. Derek came up to me yesterday while I was playing, you know, Final Fantasy Tactics. And he's like, yeah, your Game Boy is cool. Mine's a pink Hello Kitty. So, yeah, obviously it's cool. <laughs> Game Boy Advance, the original model. And he's like, but can your Game Boy Advance do this? And then he holds up his Game Boy whatever. SP. The SP. And he just like slams it in my face, mm. like does a big flip phone shut. Right in my face, and it was oh. like, if I if I could come up off of this couch right now and break my snuggling duties, I would. But I would come get you. If you did that, you'd have you know one hand to hold. Uh, <laughs> your Game Boy. I got two hands free because I slide this thing in my pocket. I'm ready. I'm ready to scrap. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's 2021. Women have rights, and now we have. You can buy yoga pants that have the seven inch pockets, man. Yeah. And the, which I exclusively own. I don't own other that, pants that is, anymore. That is a legit conspiracy. Like, I actually, <laughs> the other day, uh, we were hanging out with a friend and I was like, oh, your phone's falling out. And she was just like, no, that's just how deep these pockets are. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh. Just so matter of fact, like, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. She was like mad at me for pointing it out. She's like, yeah, I know. I, if um, I could get pants yeah. fit my phone, I'd get them, you fucking idiot. And like, yo, yeah, yeah. Right, Dude, sorry. you know what the craziest <laughs> thing to me is, is that. Like, you know, it's it's almost like a cliche at this point, a joke to be like, it's a dress <gasps> and it has pockets. Like people get so excited about mm -hmm. it. I get excited about it. I get it. But it's gotten to the point where people make wedding dresses that have pockets in them. Cell phones keep getting bigger. Well, I'm no like, are are people going to hold like, are you going to have your cell phone with you? Like while you're getting married? Like, what if it rings? Like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like when you're getting married, you literally pay people to do that, to be your cell phone for the day. Like you are not sure, doing yeah. anything like that. If you're getting like a, a big marriage, like where you're getting a wedding dress that has pockets, which I'm sure adds like a thousand dollars to your wedding dress price. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, like, absolutely. if you're at wedding dress with pockets level, you're not going to put anything in those pockets. Like, come mm -hmm. on. Uh, maybe it's just the security of knowing that you could. Maybe, well, maybe people, okay. Maybe people need a lip liner mm -hmm. or something like Exactly. Thank you, Waffle. A wedding dress doesn't need pockets. It's the one statement piece that doesn't need to be functional. I think <laughs> I agree. You only wear it for one day. It's your you know, pretty princess dress. Mm -hmm. Don't need pockets. Yeah. <laughs> I was at Best Buy and uh, I was just like looking at phones to see what kind of new gadgets they were that were there. And there is there's a there is a flip phone. Flip phones are back. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I, I saw the flip phone and it basically it's just like a smartphone style. Big, big open touchscreen but like it folds in half and yo i miss flip phones so much i mean foldable smartphones and, are coming yeah and I, I don't know if the technology's quite quite there yet but i mean and i don't know shit about like cell phones that type of tech stuff but all i know is i was looking at this cell phone and i was like this is rad yeah like oh my are, god this aren't is they so like cool. no are they the ones that are nokia branded no i think it was uh um, sorry nokia branded <laughs> I don't remember what it was. You know, I don't remember what it was. Oh, okay, because they they have I Samsung. Remember, I, think? I remember Samsung. 
Because and it's different but, than the foldable phones. Like this is kind of modeled like the classic. Yeah, no, vertical. Like, it, it, it's it is totally a new phone that folds that kind of resembles the old school. But I do believe that or it's more of a flip phone versus like a folding phone. Uh, yeah. Okay. But it, it isn't trying to harken back to the old Nokia days. Oh, okay. Because I, I know that I remember they did release some, some kind of that throwbacks. were really bright. It was colors. like some throwback shit though. Really it was literally trying to be nostalgic. I, I thought. Yeah. I feel like somebody sent us that because well, of no, I think they are trying to be nostalgic, but also I remember like one of the selling points of them was that you couldn't go on Twitter or something. <laughs> like you actually couldn't use social media. Oh, it on was them. only for And that was kind using, of you know, like just for texting. Just for and that, texting, just and that for was calls. like the selling point, which is not a bad selling point, yeah. to be honest. God, I feel like I went into last time I I one of the last few times I went to get a new cell phone, they had an old school, not a flip phone, but kind of like an old school like peanut phone. And it was something like $10 for unlimited calls for a year. It was like, just take it. Mm-hmm. And you can call, you you get you get nothing else, maybe texts. But yeah, it was just like, here's an old ass phone from like 2002. We still have them. Um, and yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I feel like you do. I mean, need one is a strong word, but. I don't You've call. been talking about it, man. Oh, the flip phone? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, I think that, I think there was that that top one there. But on, it is chat, true. But. I think I'm the only person you call besides your mom. <laughs> and who else are you going to call? I guess you call the pharmacy to refill a prescription. Yeah, call around to places. Do you have this? Hi, do you have this weird game? <laughs> Hi, do you have... Uh... <laughs> do you have a Duke controller? Which was shockingly kind of hard to find for a little bit there. Yeah, do you have a Tecmo Classic Arcade for the original Xbox. Yeah. Look for Forza Horizon 2, but on 360, because it's different from the Xbox One version. <laughs> yeah, can I have yeah. Wolfenstein? Do you have all the discs for yes, Wolfenstein? Y- yes, I'll hold. <laughs> for the Xbox 360, they always need you to hold, mm-hmm. always. Or they're like, no. <laughs> the Is few times all- that I've just like, been oh, straight hey, up d- told no are just, they're so funny. I feel like at a certain point, they must be like, oh, hey, Derek. No, <laughs> we don't have the weird shit, dude. We don't have Gamecom games. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, that was one recently where everyone's like, no, we don't have Engage games. And it's like, sometimes I see them, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, they are out here sometimes. Pink Gorilla will occasionally have them. <laughs> I went to return a uh, uh, the Engage, the original model Engage that a friend of ours had uh, lent to us, and they worked at uh, Pink Gorilla. So I went there and I was like, dropped it off for them. And then as I was leaving, I was like, well, I guess I'm here. I'll look at some used games at the Pink Gorilla, local used game spot. Not an ad, but, you know, they're cool. Um, and they had an Engage game. They had uh, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, <laughs> which was the 3D Splinter Cell game. Which is the cool one. Which, Wait, no. Is it because they're both technically called the 3D one? No, you're thinking is this, Am Evil. I thinking of Ghost Recon? Maybe. No, I'm thinking of Splinter Cell. The two Splinter Cell Engage games, like one of them is like, is literally the 2D, the port of the 2D GBA game. No, but online, they still call it the 3D version. Like if you're trying to get a ROM of it, it's weird. They're both not- called because it has 3D sprites. Like one is a full motion 3D game and the other one has like 3D sprites. Well, one, one- And so they're both technically called the 3D version. And yes, it did take me six hours to figure this out. Well, no, one is probably called <laughs> Splinter Cell, the 3D version. The other one's called Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, the 3D version. So probably, but like but sometimes this I'm one, not very smart. <laughs> literally this. Yeah, it, it is a port of the third game. Um, I just remember that was you can because it's really easy to pirate and engage games. But I recall Splinter Cell. Sometimes was it's easy. One. It's 
the emulators are a little confusing, I think, but well, no, emulation, yes. But when you're just trying to download onto an SD card that you're going to slide into your dude, some uh, things are easy, some things are not easy. I think people say that, but it's like you kind of have to know where to look. Mm-hmm. It was like a little if difficult. You, if you know that archive.org usually will have something as long as you put in the right keyword, sure. Yeah. But it, it's kind of hard to find it. But still, th- th- I was happy to physically own that game because to uh, to play that game, I guess illegally, um, it takes up a lot of space. You have to like kind of delete like everything off of your SD card and to make room for... Uh, uh, chaos theory because it is kind of a big game <laughs> so that's nice mm-hmm. uh that was that was one of the games that we wanted to talk about in the engage video last year the engage yeah. punching weight we're gonna have to remake that punching weight yeah yeah but we'll we'll see we'll see we had a, actually a question about uh in the patreon usually for this podcast we will post a public post on our patreon that people can come comment on if there's something they're curious about or want us to talk about. And we had one about future videos, basically asking if, since we have a history of talking about obscure franchises and games that never quite reached the guest, have we ever considered talking about the Toho uh, games at all? I don't know a whole lot about Toho, but all that I know about Toho is that it it is a very deep well. Yeah. Um, and I feel like for something like Toho, there are probably YouTubers out there that covered that shit way better. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's out of my depth, that, that that's out of my lane. Um, yeah, also, it's... they're like both. I believe they're like primarily bullet hell shooters. I think there's lots of other spinoffs, but they started off as bullet hell shooters, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm bad at. I'm, not, I'm no good. At, I'm, I'm no good at no Ikaruga. I can't handle no Radiant Silver Gun. Um, I'm just not, I'm not, it's not there, homie. I can do about Gradius 5 on PS2. It's about it. So. And to- Toho's the bad apple. Yes. Right? That's actually what I've, I've been wanting to make a video about that, about bad apple specifically for yeah. a while. I haven't quite figured you know, it out. No, we had a yet. big, uh, we, but that, that's been on my list for a while. We had a vote for last year. Uh, and it was, I, I think it was Tony Hawk one. And then second place was, uh, Resident Evil Degeneration on Engage, and then third place was uh, Game Boy Color. Yeah, okay, Game Derek, it wasn't. No one wanted it, but they're still gonna. <laughs> no, let me finish, Grace. <laughs> ah, okay, fine. The Bad Apple got fourth place, but the reason why we did three of the four is because it was a super close all around. Oh, that's right, I forgot. Yeah, you let me finish. Jeez, hey, no. So the Bad Apple one could still totally happen. It was like it seemed as though people, people probably didn't vote for it because they didn't know what it was really. Yeah, I just got so fascinated with it when I was making the video for the Pokemon Mini Mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. realized like, oh, there's a demo for Bad Apple. Like, what is that? And I asked a couple of the people in the forum and they were just like, oh, you've how have you not heard of Bad Apple? And I was like, oh, you sweet summer child. (laughs) Yeah, sweet summer child. And it's amazing. It's kind of like doom, but for like animation Mm -hmm. where people will just hack consoles and put Bad Apple on it. Yeah, that's so cool. It's like a music video. Right, it's a song. It's not like a music video. It is oh a music video. Oh I do yeah. know that, like, uh, there, I, I have heard a handful of Toho. There's a lot of music involved in Toho, and I've heard some some bangers. Right, off that Toho, but kind of like, like Undertale in that way, I guess. Yeah, but I feel like Toho is a thing that, like, is 
you can't really compare the two because one is extremely successful and the other just is like broad and huge and deep and dense, but like still very niche. I feel like Toehost is is it it would kind of be difficult to make a video about because it's like how do you split the difference between people who like know everything there is to know about Toho already and the people who've never heard of it (laughs) and like trying to make a video that it could appeal to both those kinds of people especially when we start off hard when we are starting off at the barely knowing anything about it yeah also since we're in that barely knowing anything about it crowd Mm -hmm. but it, it is something that we've thought about um, especially oh. since people put it, people made it on sheep in Minecraft. Like that's how big Bad Apple is. Oh shit, it's crazy. Oh, and I think that there was a joke in uh, the Tony Hawk ride video where I say like, oh, "What? What? I would love to to see. I would love to use my Tony Hawk ride board in other games." Uh, and then there's some we we did some green screen footage of me goofing, you know, on the on the skateboard, and then our editor. Uh, put me skateboarding in front of, I believe, a picture from the Toho universe. <laughs> and a lot of people were like, Uncle Derek's so cool, Toho. And it's like, oh, that was just a joke that our editor Uncle put Derek, in. Uncle Derek, a real OG. And you're yeah, like, it's like, oh, I'm a fraud. No, we just, our editors, they, we encourage them to kind of put their own stamp on things occasionally. <laughs> and that was a joke that I didn't quite get, but I was like, people responded to it. It's like, I can leave it in, you know. Um, I think we got time for like one more question. Yeah, we're about and then to we yeah. probably wrap it. Uh, but this is a question from Joni. And they say, apologies if this has already been asked, but would you guys ever do another video with Derek and Grace co-presenting like the Nintendo Names video or the Tag Team Shining Force GBA segment? I think they might mean Breath of Fire. That was Fire. Breath of the Wild, yeah. Breath or, of or, yeah, Breath of, Breath of Fire 2. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, because we haven't done that in a while and I haven't been on a video in a really, I think... Is Nintendo was I on Nintendo names? I like don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That one, yeah. The, the the Nintendo names in particular was that one's kind of a blur because my um, yeah. grandfather passed away during the making of that video, and I I had to kind of like leave, and then no. we were so stressed out that we didn't we like film it, and we, then it turned out we lost the film. We, I don't we, even remember. We had the, we had the uh, the microphone plugged into the wrong port, so we did an entire version of it. Um, and we didn't get any audio. And so we had to redo it. And yeah. you needed to like pack and get to the airport. So we had to like reshoot it. Yeah, it was um, it was weird. But um, all that aside, don't really have any plans for it. Like if it comes up, like in the uh, the Breath of Fire 2 segment, it just kind of made sense because I was really familiar with that game and you weren't. But um, <laughs> yeah, and you and it's like, it's like, I wasn't going to pretend like I knew what I was talking about. And uh, you were right in that segment was easier because like you have your own voice and cadence and yeah. how you like to have your sentences and so it was perfectly and fine as so. we talked have talked about on this podcast before i have a thing for dragon boys <laughs> from small towns with big dreams uh-huh. <laughs> finding a found family <laughs> making something of themselves learning the value of friendship and never giving up you know also isn't like the plot of that game is like <laughs> the, that game is like not even vaguely, it was just overtly anti-religion. Yeah, yeah. Or anti, maybe specifically Christian, I don't know, but it it's, was like... It's not anti-Christian specifically, okay. but it, it's very much anti-institutionalized religion in a very hardcore way. Yeah. Uh, which I, I always is kind of something that draw drew me to that game initially because I'd never 
played anything that was so explicit like that. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's something that okay, let's be real. The thing that drew me to it initially is there's Dragon a pretty Boys. there's a pretty girl with like wings on the cover or something. And I was like, ooh, it's anime. <laughs> She's pretty. This is again like yeah, your origin story. Sailor Moon. <laughs> your origin story was like because, <laughs> right, Derek. You love anything? because I like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, as yeah. explained. Um. But yeah, little Dragon Boys. Love my Dragon Boys, and that's a it's a good game. I, I th- or so I thought. I and just then point out, Grace. Years later, I realized you're talking that. about that you have a thing for Dragon Boys, and somebody in the chat posted a gif of Trogdor the Burninator, the best Dragon Boy. He's <laughs> got the big beefy arm, <laughs> big dreams. Yes, I like. I do like guys. He wants, with to, big, burn, beefy he wants arms. to burn at the entire countryside, all the thatched roof cottages. Yep. I also like beefy arms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wanna? expand on that at all nope <laughs> all right well i think that we leave it at beefy arms uh oh well and i guess we don't we don't really have any plans oh yeah for that because um, um I, I i guess really what the answer was is answer was is what well, here's kind of here's the shit um back in like 2019 uh we the channel was in a really weird place we didn't quite know what to do and so we decided that we really needed to kind of focus up on what the channel was. And that's one of the decisions was we need to make sure that it's just Derek is in all the videos and Derek voices them. Yeah. Because maybe maybe people are seeing videos uh, with Grace and they're like, oh, that's not why I subscribed. Or we, mm-hmm. we really didn't know. So we just tried to focus up. And so that's why I became yeah. uh, for a hot minute. We even decided we we tried to get rid of the uh, the logo. Um, our kind of a skeleton, you know, D-pad, uh, fired head logo, uh, and just kind of make me, that's why on Twitter, uh, the avatar, you know, the, the profile picture is my face. Mm-hmm. We tried to switch it on YouTube. And when we made an announcement in the community post that we were moving away from the, uh, uh, the anime kind of drawing picture to my face, uh, the feedback was enormously negative. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody was like, no, leave it as the cartoon. Um, And so that was just yeah, the, the trying times of like, just didn't know what the fuck was going on. And, and was- also initially, the reason that we had me do some presenting was because um, just trying to take the workload off of Derek, because it is a lot of pressure for Derek. Like Derek and I actually had a conversation about that last night where Derek yeah. is the closer of the video. Like videos can happen. Still, if I'm not around, Mm -hmm. I am around. But if I'm not, like Derek could still make videos. But if Derek wasn't around, we still we couldn't be stop skeletons. And so, like, that's why I did do some presentations, because it's like I I wanted Derek, especially at that time, I wanted Derek to be able to relax a little bit more. And I could take some of the the burden of that. But yeah, it just didn't quite work work and i i think that it was also for a time when i was also editing all the videos too yeah like something needed to change and we kind of just experimented to figure out what could change but it's like i'm still my voice is still there i guess even if you don't know it like mm-hmm. i i write most of the jokes are mine if you can call them jokes yeah <laughs> and we do um kind of talk we still talk to each other during shoots and like that makes it into the video yeah so yeah. And there are occasional jokes that like are 100% like 
okay, this one's here for Grace. <laughs> um, I, like in, uh, I remember specifically the, the Kojima video. Well, yeah, that's the, the big and, example because it's like, why are you talking about Kim Kardashian? Yeah, and the, and, yeah, in the Hideo Kojima versus Konami video, uh, there's a brief mention of Kim Kardashian and that was 100% a Grace joke. Yeah. And I was like, that's fine. Yeah, it's kind of it. one Leave of those, well, it's one of those things that because we cover we both cover different pop culture spheres and sometimes that's a bad thing but sometimes it's good no i think it's like yeah we talked about like i'm the closer you know i give me give me the ball i'll make the clutch three however like i need you in the first and second quarter right i need you in the first half like you you really are the producer role Mm -hmm. you really are like you know now that we do have editors and stuff like you're the one who is like all right we're almost done with a video to hand out to an editor can you go find somebody who is uh, who's available because yeah. we have a handful of people that we kind of poke around hey who's got you know who's available um yeah i mean i'm like the opener and it's like i kind of like get the project started and then you kind of come you in need, you need it. somebody in the trench you need somebody like on the field you know focusing on the task at hand to try and get it done but also you need somebody you need you need your coaching staff on the sidelines looking at the bigger picture no here's a better example okay you need your dragon boy who's actually going to go in and fight the monsters. But you also need the hand of God tactics, you know, player mm-hmm. to tell the dragon boy where to go. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that's what I am. Uh, or are you the referee that's like, okay, no ice spells. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. In the final fantasy tactics game, they have weird random rules that just happen. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Producer grace, the dragon boy. I'm the dragon boy lover. Oh, okay. This... I'm not a dragon boy. Oh, okay. Dragon, <laughs> dragon, 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 dragon boy lover. <laughs> Is that a song? I don't That's the Dragon Ball Z theme, for the American version. You remember that? I don't remember like that fucking theme song hard... Dragon Ball Z. It's like the corniest metal bullshit. Gosh, I like, I don't know how I don't remember it. I feel like I can call the it goes, Sailor Moon. The goes, and then the rest like in between that, you hear the dragon go, and then the guy starts chanting, dragon, 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 ball, Z. And then it gets all like fast. Okay. That's so funny. Is it like one of those songs that was basically written by someone who had never seen the show and they only had pictures to go off? Yeah, probably. There's a dragon. There's a ball. Yeah. Z. <laughs> it's like the the people that, had, that wrote the Gotta Go Fast song. I feel oh. like it's like, hey guys, it's three o'clock. We need a song uh, by five. Yeah. Uh, it's Sega topic. Japan just told us we have yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know. Gotta go fast. Gotta go faster, 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 faster. <laughs> like literally, we gotta finish this song quickly. Or the, the Mega Man covers. <laughs> yeah, and, the, yeah. Yeah. You can dunk on the Mega Man 1 boxer all you want, but the dude drew it, painted it. And like, it, literally, <laughs> he came back from lunch and boss is like, hey, before you go home, have this thing finished. He looked at the game for three <laughs> seconds and went, oh, he shot something out of his hand. He must have a gun. <laughs> I I do still have, I I don't know how much of this is based off nostalgia, but I still think that the American theme for Sailor Moon is better than the Japanese theme. <laughs> it's not It's not as well recorded. Holy shit, no. the recording is so much worse. <laughs> it's so bad, but like the actual song itself, I yeah. like better, but that could be nostalgia. I can't say if it's genuinely better, but I do like it. She more. is that one. Like Sailor Moon. <laughs> I think it's like the <laughs> the fighting evil yeah. by Moonlight, Moonlight and then win and love. love. Like the win and love yeah. part. I'm just like, yeah, she is. But then like <laughs> never running from a real fight. Like that's just a bad lyric. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, she will never turn her back on a friend. She is famously selfish and bad at being a friend and a Sailor Moon. Like, <laughs> that's kind of her whole character. <laughs> Is that she's like, you know, the cat Luna's like, we got to fight crime. And she's like, I don't want, I just want to eat donuts. You know? Well, that's one thing that frustrated me about that show is that when she transforms, she's essentially a different character. Mm-hmm. And then like the, they didn't feel, they never were like the same person to me. They were basically oh, okay. two different people. I mean, that's how the, like the show kind of wasn't written like that, but I feel like functionally that's how you have to like, like understand the show because <laughs> mm-hmm. otherwise it just kind of doesn't make sense also it's a little jarring you got sailor mercury and sailor venus and stuff like that how come there's no sailor earth again sailor no, there moon. is a sailor earth who's sailor well what's sailor moon like they're you got sailor jupiter jupiter has moons bigger than earth moon is so small who cares sailor moon again i've said this before yeah sailor moon sounds cool it's a cool name for a cool thing, and it's fine. And yeah. so you start to think about, like, what's so special about the Earth's fucking moon? Nothing. Well, here, here's the even the whole... bigger question. Why why do we care about sailors so much? <laughs> like, oh. navies? Like, a, like, actually, when I saw give... when I saw Sailor Moon, I had to ask my parents, like, why are they sailors? My, the best my parents could come up with is because the outfits are, are like, nautical-themed. Yeah. Grace, they got the boom anime babes that made me think the wrong thing. Oh, my... Okay. All right, yeah, that's yeah. why. The There's boom not... anime babes, Grace. <laughs> Bare naked ladies were there with the truth. You used to want... You didn't want to listen, all right? Oh, man. I think on that, though, okay. We went from beefy arms to Sailor Moon, boom anime babes. This is it. I think we have to, we have to cut it off here. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, This is... Stop skeletons from podcasting. Episode fifty nine, man. Episode was you know you know what's exciting about twenty twenty two. What's that? We are going to get to episode sixty nine. <laughs> we're going to. I guess in September. Uh, I'm not so, great at math, so. I mean, yeah, we're ten away. We do two a month. There you go. Is so that September? That's five months. I was so just it's like that, no, it's ju- probably June. 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 We're ten away. We do two. Oh, a month. we do two a month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We did a video where there was like a joke that's like where Derek's like, I'm not a calculator. And that was 100 percent just me. Like Grace is not. I like I wrote all of the things about math that are like, oh, that's the Xbox one video. Yeah. Yeah. Those were all just sober. Just our editor, sober dwarf, just rip it on me for <laughs> getting all of the time. Yeah, codes I was wrong like, and- are we really going to depend uh, I don't know, math 16 <laughs> percent. And like, I, I think I just. I don't know. I probably could have pulled out the calculator, but like I just assumed that you did the math and crunched that 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 was sixteen percent. Maybe I shouldn't be doing our taxes. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Retrospect. The thing is, you're not actually doing our taxes. You're collecting all the receipts and and putting them all in a spreadsheet. And it'll, the spreadsheet it'll, does that'll crunch the numbers for you, That's and then we true. we we have somebody else look over and make sure. Hey, are we are we good? Are we are we cool? We chill, bro. Uh so yeah. Well, one last question before we go. Oh, sure. That I wanted to get to. Oh, so your microphone's like tilted up like really weird. I don't know if you want Because we are stop skeletons from podcasting. So this is from Fisk. Once you stop the skeletons from fighting, how do you plan to organize reparations? How will you determine where to send and how to reintegrate the skeleton communities? We'll cross that bridge when we get there. (laughs) I will be. I don't know. Yeah. Once they stop fighting, I guess we'll find out. And once they stop podcasting. Once That's they stop most, podcasting, once they stop fighting. Which, which do you think is the more pressing issue? The rampant podcasting or the rampant fighting? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fucking podcasts out there. There man. are a lot of podcasts <laughs> out there. <laughs> just any, they, they let anyone have them. Yeah. Just anyone can have one. 
Uh, I think I think in general I don't like the fighting. I think it's the fighting. The fighting. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Also, it's just a name. People calm down. <laughs> uh, another episode will be on, uh, on the 17th. Oh, well, that's we when we'll be record recording it. the next episode. The um, 17th, which is... Oh, is that Martin Luther King Day? Yeah, it's also a full moon. Whoa. So expect lots of Sailor Moon talk. Lots what? of boom anime babe talk. Yeah, well, that's like... Uh, you, <laughs> you know how that. I get during a full moon. Yeah. Can't hit. I'm just like, whoa. You can't believe like, wow. all the boom. And yeah, you got the. I can't the, believe it. Hopefully by that time, I'll have finished Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. You might at this rate. I feel I would hope you doing like seven hour days. I'd hope you finish this freaking game. I was actually reading the fact for one of. OK, so, you know, there's game facts. There are facts within the fact. Yes. And the fact. A fact actually means frequently asked questions. Actually, a fact should just be a list of questions. It's well, okay. So this was the list of questions within the fact. Yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. within the fact. And one of the questions was, "How long is this game actually?" And the person responded, "Um, it has three hundred missions. So yeah, I think it's pretty long." <laughs> so it, I don't I, know, Derek. It might take. It might be a really long game. I don't know. Well, also you gotta take into account how many times you gotta restart. all right that's gonna do it everybody see you again on the 17th uh take care and good night yeah have a good one